All right, everybody, we're back. We are back. It is the Book of Boba Fett. It is episode three. Episode three of the Book of Boba Fett. Um, okay, so if you're brand new to the channel, by the way, hit that subscribe button. You notice sometimes people come in, they see, hey, hey look at this. It's a, it's a new channel. What is this thing? Someone's reviewing Boba Fett. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification button. Uh, it helps tremendously. And a lot of people who aren't subscribed you're gonna miss out on a lot of the good shit that we do over here so that being said um this is spoiler heavy review discussion of the book of boba fett episode three okay listen i'm gonna start out with this there was a lot in this episode that i really liked and thought was great there's a lot in this episode that i did not like it's definitely my least favorite out of the three i'll tell you that didn't hate it because there's some great stuff going on, and we'll break it down. There's some great stuff in, in this episode overall. Um, it just it seems to be happening more and more in this show. Is that there's like great stuff where you're like, oh, that's incredible, and then it gets, you get thrown off a bit. And you're like, oh, why did that have to be put in there? Why is that in there? And then they get you back into it. You're like, oh, okay, and then boom, it hits you again. And that happens a few more times in this episode, and we'll again we'll break it down in just a moment. But overall, I still like it i think though i still like the show very much but i still think though that they did themselves a disservice in the way that they put the trailer out initially because the trailer looks like boba's gonna be full-on in this crime world like gangster style and he's pulling no punches and he's just going in there whacking people and making moves because the Bib Fortuna thing, he just comes in, shoots him dead. I thought we were going to find out in this episode why he did that. We might still. But I think they actually dropped an opportunity, maybe, um, in this episode of why he just, because he just comes in, he straight up murders Bib Fortuna, takes the throne. You're like, okay, now we're now we're ready to go. And then the speak freely thing that he does, it looks like speak freely. And in the trailer, you're like, oh, he doesn't mean that. And now you're like, yeah, he probably does mean that. Um so it's 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 a very different show than I think that was pitched in the trailers. I think that F uh, Fennec is a little bit more gangster than Boba is. People in the show think that Boba's playing gangster, and I think I do too. I don't think Boba's a gangster at all. He's, he's just not. Good dude now, and he's still a warrior. He's still badass. He still wants to do some stuff. I don't think it's hurt him as far as being a badass, but I just don't think he's a, he's not a gangster. It's like, I'm the crime lord now. It's like, but you're not really. Fennec is. Fennec wants to kill everybody. Fennec wants to kill everybody. Fennec wants to, I, I think Fennec's going to turn on Boba. At least I think she should turn on Boba at one point. But anyway, I, I, I digress. Let's, let's get into this, this episode. I'm going to start out. And we see this thing that we see in the trailer. It's like a, almost like a Matrix creature. Once again, with the opening of the palace. Which I, which I like. It's always like a, a way for us to get into our setting, right? And then it's Boba with the droid. And the droid is going through basically telling Boba and telling us what went down in the time of uh, that he was gone. And how Bib Fortuna took over. Bib Fortuna was not as powerful as Boba Fett. Bib Fortuna had to make some deals, but Bib Fortuna knew, okay, I got to split this, I got to give this, but if I want to stay on top, I got to make sure this person's happy, this person's happy. And even said the droid's like, well, I didn't want to mention 
Jabba in, in respect to you. And just go ahead. Just, just say what you got to do. Um, because there, everybody's waiting for Boba to make his next move. And at one point, Fennec tells him, she's like, you're the head of, uh, someone says it, you're the head of the family or you're, the, you're head of a family now. What family? Until this episode, there was like the, the, the two pigs, I know what they are, the Gamorrean guards, the Fennec and the droid. What family? No one's protecting this guy. No, he's got he's to hire Power Rangers in order to help him out. So I don't get it. I don't get what family he's running. He's not running a family. He's just, he just pretty much just hijacked the castle. So you're the head of a family. What family? In The Sopranos, you, you, got, you, had, you had Richie April, you had Silvio, you had Paul, you had Christopher, you had Bobby Bacala, you had all the, you, you, you had the soldiers. Where, where are the soldiers? So I don't know what family he's running. No, he's not the head of a family. At least we haven't seen a family. I mean, it's because this is part of the stuff that I didn't like as far as like how he just, it wasn't necessarily these kids that he, that he hired. It was how he hired the kids, but we'll, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Um, so the droid basically tells him, look, you got to get, you got to get it together here because you know, people are, are they're, they're waiting for to see what you're going to do also. Right. So then he goes, Oh yeah. So here's the plan. This is what happened. This is how it's, bro- this is how it's broken up. And the droid kind of subtly says that, not as blatant as some other people. Down, as that's what this whole episode's about. Boba got to prove that he's, you know, he's worthy of of taking the the throne. So they set up. This is how it works. And and then, guess what? You got somebody here that that wants to see you. And who's that? Milton from Office Space. He's here to talk to you. So he's here, and he tells him blatantly, "No one respects you." Great. Great start for Boba. No one respects you. Okay, good. So, and and it seems like everybody can just talk to Boba Fett this way now. And, and is like, and and if you and, and maybe maybe Fennec will go, hey, 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 if you do that again, we're gonna kill you. But not really. That seems to be every, every hey, you don't let us in that office. We're gonna kill you. Not really. Hey, 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 hey. you want to keep uh, you want to keep living? But tell us who who sent you to kill us. I'm gonna kill you. Nah, not really. That's that catches on after a bit. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to Boba Fett. He's not going to really kill you. He's not going to do it. He says he's going to, and then even even the tough Fennec that he's got with him, nah, not going to happen. But anyway, so Milton's like, uh, "Hey, what are we? Uh, I, I need you to help me out here. If you help me out, then I'll double up my my tribute to you. But you got to help me. There's these." these I sell water, and these kids are messing messing about, and they they, they stole my shit. And Boba's like, all right, well, look, you're gonna give me double the tribute, then that's fine. I'll go, I'll go get it. So he makes this deal with Milton. So Boba Fett goes out. A lot of complaints that Boba Fett's taking his helmet off too much. I don't know if I mind it as much anymore. It's I know part part of it is because we want to make sure Tamar Morrison gets the screen time and this is a big star and role for him. I'm okay with it. So when he as long as he's when he's battling, he's wearing the armor. But I'll tell you though, I will say I went back to watch the episode when he appeared in Mandalorian. He definitely has way more of an edge in the Mandalorian than he does in this show. Now it's not too much time. That's uh, that has been that has passed. I don't think anyway. 
to how how because he's he's starting he's definitely softening up and we see it in in this scene for sure so then he goes and and right away he shows up and he and he's and the so this the power ranger gang is just here they're poor apparently and and they they, they have no work but they they can afford these very expensive speeders or at least looking like them um and they're just hanging out right in front of the shop so boba can find them and then um this kind of looks like felicity c jones a little bit and she says we we know who you are what, what are you breaking our chops for we got to steal this guy's ripping us off trying to s- sell for all this money so yeah we we ripped them off and then boba just says yeah you know what i like that you're talking back to me you want you want to you want a job is he what so there's a lot there's there's a lot going on here inside of this episode already like i said as far as the overall story goes that i get behind boba's got to figure it out even though he doesn't have any soldiers or no family even though he runs a family he's he's got to figure out how to make the people inside the village because once bib fortuna died it it it, it went crazy the the streets went nuts i like this there's like there's disarray who's who why do we have to listen to this guy? What's he doing? He's letting everybody live anyway. Why do we have to respect him? And so chaos starts to ensue. I, I get that. I understand. I think that makes sense. So Boba's got to say, okay, well, let's go. Let's go handle our business. And then having to hire, I, I just feel, I think the actors are fine. I don't think there's, I, I, and I actually really like that they have English accents. To me, uh, British accents. I think that to me, it was, um, it reminds me of the things that we used to see in Star Wars anyway, whether it was Tarkin or whoever. So I didn't mind that. I actually thought it added to it more so than when you have the dude from Veep doing what he's doing. But it's not that. I actually like I like these characters. And I think that because it's Tatooine, and Tatooine has always been a dump for the most part, right? It's like, to me, these kids and the speeders and all of it seem more so out of a portion of either the two things one because people are like oh what do you say it's not like star wars how do you know it's star wars star wars can do ever changing well to me that this portion of it didn't feel like star wars it felt like they were in like alita battle angel or fifth element or something like that 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 the setting the costuming a lot of it or they weren't on tatooine they should have been like coruscant or something or uh, or or for god's sakes uh canto bite or something like that's that's how that played but the just same scene if they had kind of beat up speeders you know like the bikers the biker gang that we're getting into in the flashbacks and and as i said i loved a lot about this episode and we'll get into the stuff that i love but just there was a lot of stuff in the beginning that was just like and a portion of that was the side of it was was the feel and the tone it's always about feel and tone for me. It's not because the story, and I didn't mind the acting, and I didn't feel that the actors were out of place. I felt the look was out of place, and I felt like, it, once again, if, they, if it was like beat up speeders, they, they're, they're poor, they're not working, so they should beat up speeders. They're, I love the idea that they're just kind of this ragtag crew, and, he's, and he has to like bring them along. And I know we only have so much time in order to do it, to, to win them over, but he's just like, yeah, I like you, the way you talk back to me. Come work. Let's do it. So that's what happens. They say, all right. And Boba then proves to them 
Because I, I like I like this whole thing. I like the idea that they're they kind of mixing matching with droid parts and doing their thing and the the dude with the eye. It's just it's just the costuming's off. It, it, the costuming's off for Tatooine. All right, if we want to get away from the whole it's not Star Wars thing, it's off for Tatooine. Um, in my humble opinion. And then Milton comes back out. And he says, what's, uh, what are you doing? These guys owe me a lot of money. You just going to let them off the hook? He's like, nah, I'm not gonna, they're going to work for me, and they're going to pay you how much? He's like, what does he say, 1200 He's like, 1200 ripping them off. Here, take 500 and shut your ass. Gives him 500 and Milton's going to come back around. He's not going to be happy about this. But look, the Morian guards are ready to pounce, and they, they show up in this episode. So he, they're, they're ready to go. They pay him off. And and then these guys are like, all right, I guess Boba's all right, so we'll go work for Boba. But if I'm Boba, and I'm looking at those speeders. Well, you know, how money sell those speeders. You're gonna get a lot of money for those speeders. Tell me you don't have jobs. Like, look at look at this. Look at these guys. They're dressed very well. They don't look like they they don't have jobs. What are you talking about you lying skunks. That's what I would say to them. Pretty pretty. Well off to me. And look at Zach Efron in the back there. Guy looks all right. He looks like he's doing all right for himself. Look at this guy. Look at Efron. He's doing good. He's he's that guy looks poor. Like he doesn't have a job. Yeah, right. Give me this bullshit. That's what it is. So then we get back now we get into the stuff that starts to get really good in this episode. Um a lot of really fun stuff coming up here and i think that the flashbacks even though they are few in this or not say should say few but less than the everybody a lot of people i don't want to speak for you but a lot of people were saying how much they wanted to see more of the gangster stuff take the center stage and less of the flashbacks well we got that and i actually think that we should we would have been better served to have more of the flashbacks in this particular episode even though there's some good really great stuff coming up that we'll go over we'll go over in a second but this is a the flashback scene is the stuff that so it says a lot of you guys were right and a lot of you guys were wrong last uh, I think we were all right and wrong last week right when it came to predictions of where we're going to go because when we he goes back into the back of the tank and we're paying a lot of attention to this young Boba stuff and 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 I I believe this is the probably the last time Boba sees Django fly off before before he gets whacked I know that he's there you know he's there with him when he gets his head cut. And I know, and by the way, I got to go over this last last week. I can't even tell you how many comments telling me that the head flew out of the, because I always thought that Boba was holding his dad's head. Like, no, 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 you can see the shadow. That's stupid. How does a full head come flying out of, of, a, of a helmet the same size? And just, how does that happen? A full head just goes flying. He doesn't, he doesn't like blow a hole through the thing and then the head goes out. It's like a quick cut against the neck i i know that you you're right i can see it inside of the shadow but that's stupid should be his head it's it's gnarly and that's probably why they didn't do it but his head flying out of the thing it's, it's stupid um but either way boba boba was watching Django fly off and we know that that's it's damaged him it's 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 something that's going to keep coming back and keep playing how much so i don't know i don't know anymore i i I do think at one point when this show started, I thought that the book of Boba Fett would be chapters of his life, right? And we'd see like variations and parts of Boba's life throughout young Boba. I don't think so anymore. I think that a lot of people who would 
correctly predicted, I think that it's just going to basically lead up to where we are now and the events of where we are and how we got to Mandalorian. And I think a lot of that was proven true in this episode. But the stuff that everyone else said, oh, we're going to be staying with the sand, pe- the sand people for a while, the Tuscan Raiders for a while, uh, and they're going to come back to help him at the end. Uh, that certainly doesn't seem to be the case anymore. But they did what, what they do in this episode, though, which they went for it. You know, Boba's like, okay, I'm going to go find my stuff now. So I'll be back, guys. Let me go. I got to head on over to Mos Eisley, and I'll I'll see you when I see you. And when you go back and you look at this scene again, this shot here that I'm showing for people who are watching and not listening, um, this is a uh, this is a very sad shot because this is really the last time that we're going to see the Tuscan Raiders. And what they've done very well in this show was made you care about the Tuscan Raiders. You understand the Tuscan Raiders. You, you you get them, you feel for them, and you actually feel something for when they do get slaughtered that you're like, oh, man, I wish that we would have, that, that I didn't see that coming. Not 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 in the way that it did. So a lot of people thought that they would, a lot of them would get wiped out. Now, the question is, did the kid survive? I didn't see the, I didn't see the kid. So maybe the kid comes back and helps out Boba later. I don't know. Who knows? But Boba goes on over to Mos Eisley, and he sees the little turds. Um, I gotta tell you, I think that the, uh, I think the jaw was living my neighborhood because I, I, I put out, remember that treadmill I used to have some people who, who knew, knew me got the treadmill. I put it out on the street and you have, and within seconds it was gone. I put out a, a, a baby seat that we, that we didn't need anymore. Gone in seconds. I think the jaw was, I'm glad I, that's why we put it out there. We want people to take it, but I mean, it, it was, it was gone. I'm happy. I'm, I hope people get good use out of it. Um, anyway, he goes to the Jawas and he tells the Jawas, "Where, where, where do the Pikes do their uh, do their business? I need to see these humps." So they tell him where to go, and this is my favorite part. One of my favorite parts of the show. It's funny how this comes all the way around, right? Because he, he's he's riding through. We see we see the we see the stormtrooper helmets with all the spikes through the heads, and we saw that in Mandalorian, obviously. But then we see Amy Sedaris walking through with her droids she doesn't walk over she doesn't say hi she doesn't have a scene with them she's just there she's just there living there it's a nice little cameo and i was happy to see her and i it, she's one of those modern characters that kind of drives me nuts in the new star wars tv but there was something about having the familiar character and and she bothered me less i think in season two than she did in season one but but either way point is she's she's there with the droids i'm like oh look look who it is that that wasn't that was a nice. I liked that part of the shared universe that they're doing here. I liked that. I don't know if you guys liked it, but I dug it. Thought that I was all right. And I believe so. The head of the, of the Pike Syndicate, I believe, is voiced by the great Stephen Stanton. I think he tweeted something out the other day, and I think he I think he said that he that he voiced him. And boy, am I glad that he that he's involved. That dude is a legend. He did the Obi Wan voice in 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 rebels he did tarkin he's i mean he's he's done an array of different characters he is a very very talented dude very talented dude i've had the pleasure of 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 speaking with steven stanton becoming pals with steven stanton he's a he's a he's a very 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 talented dude so this is a great scene though between boba and the head and he says to him he's like look i'm here to pick up my uh the money for the for the protection he's like yeah i feel you but we're not paying twice what do you mean? So like, there's somebody else already in here collecting for protection, and we're we're not doing it. 
He's like, who? The bikers. And eh, don't don't pay the bikers. I'll take care of them. He's like, all right. Well, when you do, come on back and we'll do business. Do business. But the the bikers already have struck first. They go back to this village. We took them all out, wiped them out. So Boba comes back, and I think a lot of us were like, oh man, they took them out quick. And they show us the the I believe it's the it's it whether it's the chief's wife or chief's daughter. Um, she's gone, and they might and and how they did it. I don't know how they did it, the 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 bikers, but because you know we've seen how badass she was with the train stuff and everything, and and she gone, and then it looks like the chief's gone too because he goes to the village, he goes to the, the hut, and there's there's that sign for the bikers, he sees that sign for the bikers, and he knows he knows what's going down. He's got to, he, he burns he burns up everybody burns things in this in Star Wars, so he burns the uh, burns up the the Tuscan Raiders and is that you know there's revenge coming, you know that he already took out these bikers already. So that's that was the that and this is this is where I thought maybe there was a missed opportunity here where I think a lot of people thought that Bib Fortuna was going to be making the move to take out um that Bib Fortuna was going to take out. Or his men were going to take up the, the the Tuscan Raiders, and then that would lead Boba to want to get his revenge and understanding why he would go in there to kill Bib, and that still might be the case. They might still be working for Bib Fortuna. We could find out down the line. It's still it's still very possible, but it just seems that these guys are kind of working on their own. And if it is just them trying to cause havoc and and you know take over, it's like well, we already saw Boba just beat the snot out of these guys. By himself, one against like six. So, what kind of threat are they going to be? You know, and that's the same kind of boba. That boba that kicked the piss out of those guys in the last episode. That's the boba that we saw in Mandalorian. So, more of him, please. And maybe we see that coming up because he's got he's going to be pissed off because he, he didn't seem, you know, seem hardened. He didn't he didn't seem very. He was sad, but he didn't seem broken up. It wasn't like weeping or anything. For he's just this sucks. These people who train me. Well, now I got to go out and find my stuff, and I got to get it. And not coming back to this village anymore because it's gone. So he takes off, and I loved all this stuff. This was great. This is a great. This is this is this because even though, I, like I said in the last episode, I just thought that this angle was over, and and it is. I didn't mind seeing all this stuff now because it was the end of it. It was the end of the angle. They they played it where. He he had to go off. He, they trained him. They did his stuff. He's ready to go. He's a good. He's he's got. He's trained in their ways now. He's a warrior. Now he's going to go try to collect for them. And now what's his what's his purpose? Now he's got a. New, now he has to have a purpose. His revenge is purpose now. Is finding his armor is purpose because getting them paid isn't the purpose anymore because they're all dead. So I loved all that. And then we pop back into the tank, and Boba realizes one thing: he's got the worst security in the world. How did this big Wookiee get into the palace? That's what we got to figure out. Everybody's going to reward the, the Power Rangers and the pigs for helping them out. But how do they get in? It's a Wookiee. You come in like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible? How did he come in? How did he get in? Were the droids the, sleeping? The droids? The, the, uh, uh, how did he get in? He gets into the tank. And as much as I kid, I loved this scene. This is great. And he's just like, all right, mother F, let's do it. Let's do it. 
He just starts slapping naked Boba around. And Boba's like, all right, you want to do this? I'm going to rub my balls on you. How about that? I'm going to give you an ear clap. What's worse, the ear clap or my, my, my back the balls on you? How you like about how, how you, Did you think this out before you did it? Because now you got my balls on your leg. But the Wookiee doesn't care. He's just squeezing him like Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania 3. Look at him. Just moving him. And he's like, I'm going to crack your back, you stupid asshole. And then Power Rangers come in. And I dig this scene. I like this scene a lot. Same thing. You got my same, my same thing. You got, you've got to be able to say, all right, the, the outfits don't really fit with the Max Headroom glasses over there for the one guy. And, and then, but the idea of these rogue renegade fighters who are loyal to him now come in to fight. Actually, remind me, I started watching Arcane after everybody talked about it. Remind me of Arcane a little bit, like that, that crew. But I'm only two episodes in, so I could be wrong. Um, but it reminded me of what I've seen thus far. And then the, the fight, this fight is awesome. Because the Wookiee, rightfully so, gets the hell out of there, slaps the kids around, and says, get out of here. This is beneath me. I guess I can't get Boba anymore. So he's like, I guess I got to get out of here. So then the pigs come out. The, the, the Gorian guards come out. Frank Trigg comes out. And they're, they're like, all right, let's do it. You want you ready? Come on. Let's move. And he gets slashed, and he, and he bellows out that Wookiee scream, which I loved. And this whole thing was incredible. Really good. And, and I'm going to call it BK is the, is the Wookiee. And he punches the Gamorrean guard right in the head with that, with that thing, and, then he, and he bites his ass. It was gnarly. I loved, I loved the scene. But then Fennec comes out. Sticks him in the uh, and sticks him in, in in the in the rancor pit, which he's lucky it happened today and not and not tomorrow. So he goes into that pit and he's pissed off and they got him all locked up. So I loved all this stuff that happened with him, loved it because he's in there obviously and there there this is, goes back to the conversation earlier like who sent who what's what's happening who's trying to who's trying to take me out and he's like I think the huts. Well, we're going to find out in a little bit. And it is indeed the huts as far as this goes. They sent him in there to go kill him. They sent they sent BK in there to kill him. And he and and he winds up getting put in the pit and he, and he hurts and he hurts one of the one of the guards. And Boba puts him in the tank. I loved all this stuff. The stuff that was happening with all of it, even as I joke with the kids their fight scene the fight scene in general felt really fresh, felt a lot of fun, felt like, okay, this, and it, it, what it also did, and as it set up down the line, it sets up for BK to come back, and it sets him up as, okay, well, we know what he's capable of, because you kind of want to be on his side. I know, I know that people were, when he showed up, the reason I say that is because I, don't, I, I didn't want him to die. I don't think anybody wanted him to die. Because uh, when he shows up in the first episode and he's or the second episode and he's got the and he's got the blaster, you're like, oh, what's this guy gonna do? Um, and I think that it was so. I saw the silliest thing. I, I've seen it a few different times, but I can't stand when you see a comment that goes, "Well, you can't have expectations because if your expectations don't come through, then well, just 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 go with what you got. That's not that's not what a lot of people watch things for. 
You watch things, you have you have your expectations. It doesn't mean if it, if they don't come through, it doesn't mean, oh, this show sucks now. I'm out. But you can be disappointed. Oh, I was hoping that 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 Wookiee and, and Bobo were gonna have like a big thing battle at the end. They were gonna build them up to be this badass. But you know, all right. Okay, fine. You're allowed to be disappointed. Oh, don't have expectations because if your expectations, I can't that's so, so silly. Just go with what you got. You can you're allowed as 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 fans to say, I I I would have preferred if this happened. Didn't. But I would have preferred it. You're you're allowed. Um and I think some people might be bummed about the uh the Wookiee that he didn't show up at the end as this kind of badass assassin, but I think that it's gonna play better, my personal opinion, because I think that him and Boba are gonna team up again like they did in the comics. So now this is the scene. This is the scene where she tells me to have the family. And I said, what, what family? Said, and, and who's the droid making the food for? The family that's not there? Um, and he, it was funny. He's just like, stop with the food, droid. Cut it out. And she's like, enjoy the riches. He's not just enjoying the riches. This is being gluttonous. Call the kids in here. Let them fe- eat it. But this is where I hope that Fennec starts to get pissed. I want to see Fennec take over. I want to see Fennec become the gangster. And Fennec, whether she whacks... Boba, and I know that I'm reaching here because it's the Disney Star Wars show. They're not going to, they may not do this, but I want to see Fennec become the ruthless kind of gangster and take over at the end and, and whack Boba when he's not looking. That's, that's what I want to say because right now she, she's got, she's getting fed up. She's getting fed up, but they know that, but this is when the whole thing is like, okay, it's gotta be the huts. We got to go make a move on the huts. And he's like, yeah, they're going to be expecting me to make a move on the huts. And this is where the the the, the mafia show stuff does come in. He's like, I got to make a move. I got to because if I don't, it's going to show weakness. And the huts are the huts. They're not going to stop. And I got to go after them. And then this was the, this was the stuff that in the show, what they do that I love is that they they throw you. They throw you for a loop. Like who thought the huts were just going to show up? So the huts show up. And they go, we got you a gift. And everything about this, everything about this is fantastic. Now, I think now some people might be bummed that it's not the same Rancor from Bad Batch. Who cares? I don't care about that. There's a, there's a lot of Rancors running around. This one was bred and and Danny F. and Trejo is the Rancor trainer. Has there ever been better casting? Oh, I love this so much. This was so great. And it, it makes a lot of sense. Robert Rodriguez directed this. When when you now at this point when you see a Scorsese movie you get DiCaprio you know there's there's the, the, Trejo works with Rodriguez and everything that he does and and rightfully so Trejo is a legend I love Danny Trejo and to have Danny Trejo as the Rancor uh, trainer I was just like, ah, I hope he's just not there not doing anything but we find out that he's he's doing he's going to be do a lot more in the best scene that's coming up but this this scene was fantastic I loved this scene it was so great they. They bring him the gift, and they say, all right, here's, 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 you know, we we got screwed, all of us. And we're, we're kind of over it. We're going back to Huda. So take this rancor. We're sorry for trying to kill you. Uh, see you later. But the territory itself has been promised to another syndicate, so we, we got screwed by this stupid mayor. I mean, we, we don't, we don't want to, there's no, no, no war here. We're out. So see you later. And then, oh, did I go backwards? I went backwards. Sorry, I go backwards. Yeah, I went backwards. So then, 
Wookie's standing there with Boba. He says, oh, what are you going to do with your Wookie here? He's like, I keep him. Uh, it's, that's our tribute to you. So see you later. And this goes back to that stuff. I, I kind of wish that at this point, <laughs> this is what I don't understand. I, I, I get it. I get where we're saying, well, Boba's got a different heart now. And Boba's just going to, no hard feelings. It's just business. Get out of here. Okay. But why would you give the kids that stole water jobs as the head of your security when you have a Wookiee that was just given to you? Now, you could tell the Wookiee the same thing you told the pigs. Hey, Wookiee, I'm not going to keep you on that thing, but I need you. So work with me here, bud, and let's go cause havoc. Because if the Wookiee shows up, then the guy from Veep and the stupid guy with the baseball hat are not going to play any games. They're going to open the door or they're going to tell you what's going on. Bring the Wookiee or at least bring him for the job. But they don't. He lets him go. Setting up later. And the Wookiee just runs. I loved when the Wookiee just ran away. It's hilarious. He's like, all right, you don't want me to work for you? I'm gone. Peace. Takes off. Now, this scene is the best. This scene is the best. This scene did so much for Return of the Jedi. This scene did so much for the lore of Star Wars in general and some fun side characters and everything. Oh, I loved it so much. I loved this scene. It was great. The baby Rancor or the younger Rancor is in there and he's and Bubba's like, what's what's going on with him? What's what's why is he just laying there? He's like, he's depressed. Sad. It's like they get sad? He's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. They're, they're really kind creatures for the most part. They're just when you when you threaten them, they're gonna that's that's when they they do what they do. And Boba starts to go, This is fascinating. Boba's fascinated by him. And then Danny Trejo just dropping knowledge on the Rancors. It made so much more sense with then when you see Return of the Jedi, because you always were confused when I saw it as a kid. You're like, oh my God, how does, how does that, how, the Rancor trainer, how, how, why doesn't the Rancor eat him? And, and, and we, we get a lot more insight to the, all that. And it's a long scene. It's a really long scene, but it's a great scene. And it's just, look, man, just it imprints on the human. It's got its eyes closed because the second it sees a human, it's going to imprint. I got to train him. I got to do this stuff. I rescued him. And he gives him the breakdown of it. And then he stands there and, and he goes to stand over there because Boba says, and they talked about the the, the witches, how the, how the witches used to used to ride them. And then Boba goes, oh, yeah, they did? Me too. I want to do it too. And Trail's like, what? You want to ride them? He's like, yeah, I want to ride them. He's like, all right, well, stand over there. And there he is. And so this is going to set up some great stuff later, but I, we still got to figure out like who like the main bad is because if it's the, the mayor and he's playing a little... He, little bit because the huts the huts to me were a good setup of okay the huts are going to be a challenge but the huts don't want anything to do with it but now this is so this scene this shot it just look doesn't it look out of place though the pikes don't they look out of place you can imagine if those speeders imagine in your head that those speeders are just broken up bikes and you have flanking two people very more so like a a, a, a shrunken version of of like luke's speeder Instead of this, the Power Ranger thing, you know, Voltron stuff going on. Because I like all these actors. I like, all, I like, I like, I love the idea that he's got these renegades with him at this point. And they're, and they're loyal to him and they want, and they want to work and they're, and they're, and they're, they're ready to go. But that just, it just looked, it looked a little odd. 
And then here we go. Here we go. And all the great stuff that we had with the with the Rancor and, and the Wookiee and the flashbacks. And now we're back to modern Joe A and modern Joe B. Um, although, it, 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 even though the, the Twilight didn't, is, is a, he's got a window in his hand. But even though, even though he was, I think, worse in episode one, or I'm just getting used to him, they don't give baseball hat anything to say, thank God. Um, let's make that thing make make that guy a, a, a make that roll up a protocol a protocol droid next time, please. Um, but either way, the 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 mate the 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 mayor's guy says, "All right, there's no more appointments again. We're back to here." And then he takes off. But was like this guy he's locking the door. They run after him. I love that the protocol droid. Probably get kicked out of his job. He should be working at the the mayor's office. He almost gets hit by a thing, and then there goes Biff Tan, and he goes flying through the streets. And he's like, "I'm out of here. No, no chance you're going to get me." And then the, the the Boba's guys come after him. I'll tell you, my favorite. This is my favorite shot. Is a painting. I think I believe that's Boba on the far right, or 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 is he right behind Bib? Maybe he's right behind Bib. Either way, I love that he's in it. It's so it's so quick. This painting of Jabba, and then it gets destroyed. It's like the old school. I love that scene. I, I liked. I actually really liked the scene with the the chase. I thought it was fun. He, he tries to knock him out, and he goes Biff Tannen style right into the instead of uh, into. It would have been fun. If it was like Bantha Pudu, but instead there's what all these fruit, and he just gives up. Yeah, the the mayor's working with the pikes, and then we see the pikes. They come in. That's the syndicate that the huts were talking about, and our boy. I like this guy. I like this guy. But it, it is something out of the Matrix, this outfit. But I still, I dug it. And he tells him, nah, it's, it's Pikes. And he said, keep your eye on him. He's like, don't worry. Don't, yeah, you can make your jokes. I, I pay a lot of money for this. And then Boba goes, all right, well, a war's coming. They're setting it up. And that's the episode. Robert Rodriguez. Definitely felt like a Robert, a Robert Rodriguez production from start to finish. Like everything about it. From the stuff that I loved to the stuff I didn't love. Um... It, it it's still we we're in episode three now and we've got what four left we got to cook now we got to cook they set up great stuff they set up some great stuff they set up the the pike stuff they set and and what they did very well was set up the pike stuff in the future or excuse me in the in the present to coincide with the stuff that's happening in the past so this is where I think that's a perfect combination. So that's the stuff I really enjoyed. Loved the stuff with the Wookiee. Um, it, it's just the same. I have the same complaints for this episode, just a little bit more so than I did for one and two. The stuff that I don't like about one and two is the same thing I don't like about three. Is that the modern stuff and the the inconsistencies in, in the tone, that's what throws me off every single time. Um, didn't mind the characters, didn't mind the actors in this at all i thought they were thought they were really good um but it's just sometimes you just it just it was thrown off a bit but still very much on board with this show because i care about the story and the story has me locked in i want to see what happens with boba in the past how we get to eventually finding out that it, where where his armor is i bet you that we're going to see a shot with with the mandalorian i bet you he pops in there for sure um I don't know. There's rumors of Han Solo. I really don't want to see it. It, it. We'll see how it plays, but I really don't want to see Han Solo show up. I just don't think it's necessary. Um, but I could be back here next week or the following week or the week after that saying, boy, was I wrong. What a great scene that was. 
and the deep fake stuff really got good. That's what I hope I say, if that's the case. Um, what'd you guys think? What'd you think? If you're brand new to the show, once again, please subscribe and hit that uh, notification button. I am going to be doing the Sith Council tonight, 7 p.m. Um, with Steph and Mike, because I know that besides just hearing me, you want to hear another point of view. Well, that's the certain point of view that you will hear tonight uh, with myself, Mike Kalinowski, and Steph Sabra. We'll be going over this in full detail. But this is my spoiler-heavy discussion. Please comment. I comment back to everybody. And it takes me a little bit sometimes, especially with the Boba Fett. There's so many comments coming in, which is great. So much discussion inside of it. I get to it. Just sometimes it takes me over the weekend or I, or I, or I get to it sooner than later. So respond to every comment on this channel. Thank you guys so very much. Please, please, please subscribe. If you're watching this channel, if you look, sometimes look at the analytics and, and it says like, oh, people that are watching keep coming back to watch, but some people haven't subscribed. Just subscribe. Just do it. Hit the button, notification button. That's simple. All right, everybody, thank you so much. This is not directed by Robert Rodriguez, but it is the book of Boba Fett. It is episode three. I'm Christian Harloff. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. See you next time. Peace.